0: The economy for most millennials and most young people entering the workforce is completely broken. A new study has found that millennials control just 4% of the country's wealth, despite being the largest workforce by population. Millennials control just one fourth the wealth of their predecessors, the baby boomers. And yet they are the biggest workforce in the country. More importantly, the average crypto holder is a millennial. So we're going to be unpacking some of the issues with the current economy. economy why crypto adoption has been slow at least in terms of total wealth that it's accumulated and why the future of crypto stands to absorb without a doubt the biggest wealth transfer in history a wealth transfer that goes far beyond wealth moving from one generation to another but from one paradigm to another so we're gonna be going through all the problems with our current economy why this economy isn't working for Millennials why the transition to crypto which is the obvious choice to fix a lot of these issues Issues, has been slow and why the upcoming transfer of wealth, not only from baby boomers to their descendants, but also from legacy systems to blockchain, why it's been going slow, but also why there is so much to look forward to. If you guys are excited for this episode, do me a favor and destroy that like button. And let's dive into what I think of as a very important macro analysis of this industry. So let's start first with some demographic stuff. According to Cointelegraph, the average age of crypto holders is about 33. That makes them firmly a millennial. Now, what's sad but true here is that millennials, according to, according to Newsweek and an article published just a few days ago, control just 4.2% of the nation's wealth which is four times poorer than baby boomers were at age 34. Now, we're not comparing apples to apples, meaning how many dollars they had versus how many dollars we've had. Of course, there's been massive inflation since those times decades ago. However, what we are looking at is the percentage of the national wealth that is controlled by this group, despite the fact that millennials are by far the largest demographic of workers in the country. Our nation is getting poorer, generation over generation, the opportunities to to actually build wealth are dwindling. The ability to support yourself in a family with a simple job and salary has eroded tremendously. And we're at a point where a generational transfer, not only from an older and dying generation, but to a newer generation without as many opportunities is certainly on the horizon. And this newer generation prefers cryptocurrency. Not only is this transition from baby boomers to of course their descendants, the millennials, a significant transition indeed that will of course Bring with it a newfound wealth into the millennial generation that simply was not able to be extracted through traditional workforce means but we're also going to be looking at a transition i believe through the older generations of cryptocurrency to the younger generation of cryptocurrencies this is going to be between what i consider to be the millennials or the newcomers in the crypto industry that are mostly building things like daps and DeFi on ethereum from of course the Bitcoiners. Let's first talk a little bit about the generational gap here between baby boomers and millennials. The millennial generation, people born between 81 and 96 make up the largest share of the US workforce, but control just 4.6% of the nation's total wealth. Baby boomers, people born between 1946 and 1964 currently control 10 times more wealth than millennials, whose 72 million workers make them the most represented group in the workforce. Although it's not unusual for younger age groups to have less money than their elders, the average baby boomer working in 1989 during their early 30s had quadrupled the wealth of the millennials have at the exact same age today. Three millennials, Mark Zuckerberg, Dustin Moskovitz, who co-founded Facebook Inc., and Walmart Inc. heirs Lucas Walton, hold $1 out of every $40 among their generation. Three people control one out of every $40. That's two and a half percent of our entire generation's wealth in three people. This is the hyper-centralization of power, the hyper-centralization of wealth that has occurred because of the tech boom, which of course has led to exponentially raising stock prices for the select few that have owned them. And of course, that is not really a good indication of widespread prosperity and wealth throughout our generation. In fact, what we're seeing here is that it's almost abominable how little wealth is controlled by the millennial generation. And this 4.6% of wealth that's controlled by millennials is compared to a 21% that was controlled by boomers at the exact same age. What we're seeing here is a huge tension between an old generation that came by wealth in a very strong period of prosperity for America. It was right after the post-war recovery and American industry was booming for many decades. And most of those industries have completely dried up for young people, yet that wealth is still there in the older population and growing in things like the stock market, which benefit from raising stock prices. And this is as Generation X, the generation between the baby boomers and the millennials have doubled their wealth between 2016 and now. So Gen X, maybe it's because they're more established. They hold more of the keys to wealth creation. Well, they're doing pretty well since 2016, whereas millennials have barely moved. Of course, there's a lot of things we can cite for this. However, I'm going to make the case to you that this is essentially one of the biggest obstacles in the wealth transfer into crypto, something that will inevitably change over time. Most millennials are descendants of baby boomers. And so the wealth that is in the baby boomers hands will eventually, if not by work be passed by law down to their descendants, which are the millennials. And also bear in mind that very few people have even interacted with Bitcoin, the biggest cryptocurrency on earth. And yet, despite the fact that Bitcoin has barely been adopted by Americans, certainly the ones who have adopted it are the least wealthy, which are the millennials. Maybe Gen Z is less wealthy, but of course they're still kids. The reality is that within the crypto community, there's not been enough adoption of new technologies that really have disruptive power. And I think that there's a great example of this in this tweet to my right. Now, Anthony Pompliano, who's been on the show, somebody I generally like and I think is generally likable in the space. Well, he's a noteworthy Bitcoin bull, but has also been historically pretty critical of DeFi and new tokens, new sort of innovations within the crypto market. And DeFi has really been the hot flavor of the year, stretching all the way back to May and June, when it was really clear that DeFi was explosive in its growth. And yet it took all the way till the end of October for Pomp, one of the big investors in the space, someone who's actually built a career essentially researching these assets and claiming that he understands their disruptive nature, saying he's just started reading about DeFi all weekend. He thinks it's very obvious that Bitcoin is the first and most popular DeFi product, but he's open to learning about others. Now, I think this tweet really summarizes the issues going on with further adopting crypto, because the reality is that Bitcoin has started to slip into the gold 2.0 narrative almost irreversibly. And Gold is not something that is very fast moving. Gold is not something that most people care very much about. Gold has never been making news stories to young people. It's not the disruptive and explosive tech side of things that people know and love. In fact, one could say that gold is objectively boring. Now, with that said, gold still holds a lot of wealth and so does Bitcoin. But the things that I believe are going to truly catalyze a new transition into a Web3 economy where there are more opportunities for average people to earn money by essentially going around and using products and services online. I believe that world's coming through cryptocurrency and I personally believe the biggest opportunity is with gaming. And most Bitcoiners not even taking the time to learn or read about the most explosive new trends in the industry. We have a dual layer fragmentation. One is of course between the wealth being created by prior generations in America that's simply not being created within the millennials. The millennials are really the first ones to desperately need a change from the current monetary policy that has almost completely excluded them from wealth creation. Then we also have the Bitcoin supremacy, if you will, of people who are unwilling to accept the fact that there aren't new innovations happening within the blockchain space. I mean, imagine that you have a new technology that's created and everybody thinks that the first version of it is the only one that should be followed and follow the original white papers like Bibles. I don't think that that makes any sense. Imagine if we had just stuck with Netscape and never evolved past that for internet browsers. But I mean, for what it's worth, obviously Bitcoin is decentralized finance. It's a decentralized bank account and it's decentralized centralized wealth. That's an amazing piece for DeFi. In fact, it's a foundational piece. But of course, we know that there's more than just a savings account that we use in our traditional financial system. And so without getting into the weeds here, I think that this tweet is a pretty hyperbolic example of what's going on with the Bitcoin supremacy towards non-Bitcoin things, as well as understanding that even Bitcoin is being held up by the lack of wealth within the demographic most likely to adopt these assets. So the challenge for cryptocurrency is to Firstly, the demographics that need this the most, the ones that actually have been left behind by the current monetary policy and economy, of course, the millennials, who are four times poorer than their predecessors, the baby boomers. They simply don't have access to enough wealth to really kick off this cycle, but they will in due time. It's an inevitability that the baby boomers will pass on their wealth to the younger generations. And when that happens, that generation will have the opportunity to redistribute wealth out of things like the dollar and into other assets assets like Bitcoin. It's also a fact that within the Bitcoin and crypto communities, there is not enough adoption of the technologies that actually create fairness. Bitcoin is an amazing system, but there already is and will inevitably be a completely unfair distribution of coins. This is not going to right all the wrongs of society, though the people who do invest early before the big price pumps will stand to do well and can create wealth. In reality, creating systems where people can have vocational earnings, where people can earn from contributing their value just as humans online, things that allow for anyone to earn and grow are things that I only see happening in the altcoin ecosystem. Maybe some are unstable, maybe some need to be tested, but I believe that through the rapid cycle of iteration that happens within the altcoin world, there is potential to create mechanisms that could actually bring more fairness and can rectify some of the sins of our fathers, if you will, in passing on an economy that simply doesn't work for the most of us. And so in fixing crypto, we face several dilemmas. The demographics that are adopting crypto have been more or less left behind and Is that really any surprise? As the economy grows more and more difficult to succeed in, as typical jobs are less and less able to provide a working living wage, I believe that there needs to be a true focus on altcoin innovation, because the great altcoin projects will serve to allow people to actually earn, grow, and build wealth. Whereas Bitcoin is always going to be an amazing wealth holding mechanism, it's very difficult for people with, say, less than $10,000 in their life savings to actually build generational wealth with Bitcoin unless they are to buy an entire Bitcoin and of course wait years for that Bitcoin to be worth hopefully millions of dollars again all very speculative we do see many instances of crypto networks providing opportunities to earn and I believe that through video games which is to me the ultimate generational play you see that young people are more interested invested and obsessed with video games than any other generation prior and I believe that trend will continue so my belief is that the way to fix this is to embed opportunities to earn throughout crypto ecosystems, this will help build wealth within this new ecosystem. We need to convince Bitcoiners to be more open-minded. And of course, time will tell, but eventually the wealth held by the baby boomers will eventually be in the hands of a younger generation that is far more likely to believe in crypto than a monetary and financial system that has all but left them behind. So while things seem a little bit bleak right now, I remain eternally optimistic that there is a crypto future that includes includes more people in the ability to earn and build wealth, that we're able to erase the divide between the Bitcoiners and of course the altcoin community, which I believe is the key driver of innovation here in the industry. And I believe that gaming will be without a doubt the most viable opportunity to do this. If you guys enjoyed this episode, do me a favor and smash that like button. Of course, if you guys are not already subscribed to the channel, I encourage you guys to subscribe and put that little bell notification on as we're going to be covering some really interesting altcoins throughout this week. We actually have some amazing content lined up. And if you guys are interested in daily cryptocurrency covering what I believe is the most pressing topics in the industry and of course, undervalued altcoins, you're going to want to subscribe and put that bell on. Of course, if you enjoyed the episode, give me a thumbs up. If not, feel free to give me a thumbs down. As usual, if you want to connect with me personally, I encourage you to follow me on Twitter or join my telegram group t.me slash The links for both of those are in the description below. I thank you so much for watching. My name is Trades, and I'll see you very soon on the next episode.